Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. All right, welcome everybody. We got another new episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. This today, we first one of the new year, 2021. Uh, we got some things to talk about today. I got myself, I'm in St. Joe, and RL's in... I'm waiting to meet with the agent up here on something, so we're doing it from Oak Grove today. Well, see, you're just a traveler. That's all it is. You just, you just, you just a wanderer. Yeah. Can't, can't stay in one spot. Nope. Hey, Daddy always told me a moving target's harder to hit than one sitting still, so I stay well, on the move to keep them getting hit and thrown away. Well, that works too, you know. Well, we got, uh, I mean, we got a new year. We got a new cropping year. We got uh, prices right now are good. You know, crop yeah. prices are good. Uh, it's talking to some of my farmers. It's not really sure what we're going to plant. We've got a lot of corn and a lot of soybeans. That's about the only thing I can get anybody to commit to. Yeah, yeah. Corn, soybeans, and and I've got a lot of folks that's, that that are really looking strong at some rice this year. You know, are increasing rice acreages. So, uh, yeah, I don't well, know, but, but corn and soybeans seem to be the hottest item. We still got the old diehards that's going to plant cotton. Yeah, and we need cotton. Don't get me wrong. Well, we're gonna be yeah. Tensile will be probably about the same about. 22, 23,000 acres, maybe a little tad more, not much. I don't, but corn and soybeans are, right now people are looking at the prices and, the, you know, they're they're looking at those. Good. Uh, yeah. Best prices we've had in a while, looks like. Yeah. Uh, we've got, I'll, I'll tell you what we do have is we've got wheat. We had not had wheat to speak of in several years and there's wheat scattered all around. Oh, I I had some folks that had some interest in it, but far as I could ever find, there's not any significant wheat planted. Let me put it that way. You hate to say there's zero and somebody got a little 40 acre patch you couldn't find, but talking yeah. with the seed dealers early on, they weren't selling seed. There was a lot of interest, but they couldn't get what they wanted and they backed out. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I mean, it's, it's scattered around for us, but. I looked at some wheat last week, uh, and that man had 300 acres, I think, and he yeah. hadn't had wheat, and I, I couldn't tell you when he had wheat last. So, I mean, yeah. it's it uh, it prompted a lot of interest, and he's planning on double cropping beans behind it. So, uh, it's 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 got some interest. Uh, and on a side note, and of course you you got growers up there that have been raising Milo still raising some milo we had kind of got out of it but the elevators down here have got a pretty good price with the basis and everything they're wanting milo wow uh, that's good i talked to a grower yesterday he hadn't grown milo in several years and uh, he's got some non-irrigated heavy land and uh he's he said i think i'm gonna plant milo and i said okay you know for heavy land um, uh, non-irrigated, it's a good crop. Not a bad crop to go with. It's not. I mean, it's, uh, it, it does well and we can get the yields. We've had the yields in the past and we've kind of figured out sugarcane aphids. 
we get it planted early, use a seed treatment on it. We can and check for midge. Don't do an automatic spraying for midge. Maybe don't 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 spray automatic and take out your beneficials. Yeah, that that'll help with sugarcane aphids. Yeah, and that seems to uh, it seems to be helping, and um, yep. we can kind of get by and make some money with it. And because yep. um, they, I know on some of this ground, this grower I was talking to, he's got some heavy land and he's had cotton on it and he's had beans on it the last couple of years. And he said, you know, I, I'm just, I'm worried I need to rotate. He said, I don't want to grow corn on it. And Milo right now was, is a good option for him. That's what he used to do. So yeah. why not? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we got two or three other things we got coming up. I mean, it's a new year. Uh, we got, um, uh, Kylie's she's she's off today. She she and Will I think they went on a little little vacation for for uh, planting season started. You know, and of course with Corona and all that, we kind of have to kind of work around all that. So right. So but uh, but anyway, you got something coming up next week. You talked about rice, and we when you talking about rice, you talking about row rice. You got it. Row rice. That's the hot thing up here now, you know, in northeast Louisiana. We started, what, probably some seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You folks in your area actually probably was the ones that started it in Louisiana that I'm aware of. Yep. A few acres, successful, and it's grown from there. Uh, to now, I'd say, what, 60, 70% of the rice grown or more in northeast Louisiana is on some form of row rice. It, what uh, wet and dry, true row rice. I mean, there's all kind of variations, but the moving away from patty rice. Let's put it yeah. that way. As, as far as I know, in Tinsall Parish, there was one patty rice field. Now there was some zero grade. Don't get me wrong. We got either row rice or zero. But as far as true patty with levees in the middle of the field, I'm thinking there was only one that I knew of. We had a little bit more than that, but we're we're steadily moving more and more toward row rice. Had a couple of new growers in. Well, one grower that hadn't grown rice in several years came in with significant row rice acres last year. One guy that, to my knowledge, had never grown rice, had 100 acres mm-hmm. and loved it. And yes. that he liked it. It, it. it makes a good rotation in some of this heavier ground for him, too. Mm-hmm. And so he's definitely looking at staying with it a while. So. Well, in in that along those lines, you got a meeting next week. Exactly, okay. we've got our what used to be the the uh, the rice form. We've changed it, relocated it. We're calling it the uh, Northeast Louisiana Row Rice Production Meeting. Uh, it's going to be January the nineteenth. It'll be located in Oak Grove this year at the Thomas Jason Lingo Center, uh, just south of Oak Grove there. Uh, it's also the same building where the West Carroll Extension office is housed. So, but that meeting's going to be here. It's going to be from 9 to 11. Uh, several reasons prompted the moving of it, but due to COVID and the size of room and availability of rooms, it was just the place to go and to make everything fit that we wanted to try to do this year. Uh, with the new agenda, not necessarily a new agenda because we're still focusing on row rice, uh, but we're also going to really walk out on a limb, Dennis, this year, and we're going to try to broadcast this meeting live 
All right. While meeting in person, okay? It is an in-person meeting, so I want everybody to understand that. This is an in-person meeting. But for those that are way off that want to hear, you know, two, mm -hmm. you know, two, three hours away, don't want to drive in, or those that may still be a little bit hesitant about getting in crowds, you know, may want to tune in uh, via a Teams meeting. Uh, yeah. And if they want to, if they want to come and, and join us through a Teams meeting, they need to contact me, and I'll send them a link. Part that'll be easier than trying to go through and tell them how to do it today. What about uh, now? I know we sent something out. It had a link. The the announcements you sent me that I forwarded it had a link in it though, didn't it? Right, right. The the announcements do have the link for the Teams meeting, okay. but I'm referring to somebody that may not be on one of our mail lists. Oh, okay. I understand. That would like to join it, drop me an email or at uh, R. Frazier, and that's F R A Z I E R, at agcenter.lsu.edu. Give me a call at, on my cell phone. Uh, that's 318 267 6714. Would be glad to, you know, then forward them an email, I mean, a, an invitation via, via Teams. Well, uh, we really want folks to, you know, to come and to see and to hear what we got to say. Uh, I think we got a pretty good, pretty good list of presenters lined up for you. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, I'm not. This is not any particular order, uh, but we're gonna have Dr. Eric Webster up, uh, our, our rice weed specialist from Baton Rouge. He's gonna be up, you know, talking about weed management. Weed can. I, I hate to use the word weed control, but let's just say weed management. Yeah. So, when you say weed control, they expect you to eliminate weeds. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> well, it's know, different than row rice. It's a little it different. Is, it is different. It's definitely different. Same chemicals, just a little bit different regimen sometimes. Uh, also, we've got uh, Dr. Blake Wilson coming up, one of our rice entomologists. Uh, he's been doing a lot of work with the uh, billbugs. Yeah. Uh, not to say rice water weevils, but billbugs, which has become a problem in row rice or has can be a problem a lot of work and all he told me was he had a lot of interesting you know data he had gathered on row rice and insects that he was going to present that thought would be really interesting to mm -hmm. the people there so again encouraging them to come for that i've got dr delaberto that's coming mm -hmm. up our ag economist you know be looking at some market updates and you know the economic you know of row rice if you yeah, want to say something I thought he you was wanting to say something there. Yeah, I did. Um, he's always Michael's always very knowledgeable and a very good speaker. Oh yeah, yeah. Our biggest problem with Michael is sometimes we have to pull his chain and shut him down. <laughs> he gets he going. <laughs> Once he gets going, he that boy, he doesn't breathe. He just he talks. doesn't take a breath. I've seen him talk for an hour and never take a breath. That's it. If he's you know? listening to this, he'll 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 be on our case, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh and I've got Dr. Drew Golson coming out of Mississippi State University with the, he's their, uh, their irrigation specialist over there and has done a lot of work with their people on water management and irrigation in row rice. So mm -hmm. I've asked him to come over out of Scott, Mississippi to uh, talk with us a little bit about, you know, uh, irrigation water management and, uh, and how you do that to, you know, efficiently. Uh, and then production. Uh, Dr. Dustin Harrell, our former rice specialist, now director of the Crowley Research Station, is going to talk a little bit about some production and fertilization practices in row rice, which 
yeah. or a little bit different than uh, patty rice. Yeah, uh, true. And then round out our presenters there, I've got Dr. Trey Price, our ent uh, not entomologist, excuse me, pathologist out of the uh, Macon Ridge Research Station is going to talk to us a little bit about some update on some, some disease control in row rice and, and what mm -hmm. we need to look at. And then finally, oh, Lord, Ken, I can't remember the guy's Kane name. Kane Webb is USA Rice. Kane Webb with USA Rice will be there at the meeting also and give us a little, you know, report maybe from Washington. If we shut up. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> the trouble that's going on in Washington right now, we need to stay away from that. But anyway, he'll be here. He's not from Washington, but he will be here to give us an update on what things look like from the, you know, global standpoint, I reckon, of rice. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we've got a real good meeting. We hope to get you in and out there within two hours, maybe just a little bit longer, depending on question and answer time. But uh, we, we, yeah. we hope everybody will, will come see us. Well, okay, just to clarify too, masks are required. Yes, thank you. And you're gonna be, everybody's gonna be spread out yeah. You don't, you don't yep. want everybody gathering up. Let's keep a little distance between them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but and, and like said, I mentioned that I had it in my mind. And, you know, we know it's an inconvenience. It's not a norm for us, but it's becoming a norm. Folks mm -hmm. just adhere to it so we can continue to do these in-person meetings. You know, it's, it's what it amounts to. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, that's. That's what we just we're just trying to figure out how to work within the new system, the new the new guidelines, new systems, and and get people back to seeing. I mean, doing Teams and Zoom and all videos and all that is great, and it's good information. And this will be recorded, so if you're if you miss it or you have to leave, you will be able to come back to the uh, Louisiana Delta Crop YouTube channel and look at it from uh, watch a certain speaker if you something happens and you can't you can't be there right right, right. And, it, and if midway through the growing season you think hey man i remember that guy first at row rice meeting talking about this let me go in there and pull that that section of that video or that meeting up and look at it again i mean so it's going to be archived probably forever yeah well that's so good it'll that's, be there that, that, that's one good thing we've learned out of all this uh yeah well it's that's been, that's been good about it, but it, but we do think, or I think in talking to some of my guys, they want to see people. They want I to think, raise their hand. Yeah. Say, I yeah. got a question. Yeah. 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 And, and like I said, it's going to be an in-person meeting, so you'll have time. And yeah. if technology works like it's supposed to, we're actually going, we're going, first of all, we will mute everybody's mic during the meeting, so we won't pick up, you know, folks background talk but we will open their mics up after every speaker and allow them the off-site folks to ask a question if technology works like it's supposed to well we we're getting better with it we're getting yeah. better let's put it like that it's, yeah. it's still a we're still you and i still struggle sometimes i think but we've struggled doing oh, yeah. this podcast there for oh, what yeah. eight minutes or something it took us eight minutes to figure out how to get it turned on yeah and, uh, yeah because it was it was counting us, you know. I guess you know we just maybe they won't dock us too much for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been on here what twenty five minutes almost now. Uh, twenty a good twenty minutes, and we spent yeah. eight of that just trying just trying to figure out how to get it turned out. 
what else we got coming up besides the Roe Rice meeting in the near future? Well, we got, it's my turn to talk now. Yeah. Kylie and I are going to put on, uh, we got an advanced corn production in 2021. It's going to be January the 28th from 8.30 to 12 at the Scott Center in Winsburg. That's on the Macon Ridge Station. And we talked about doing a corn meeting. We used to do the crop forum, and we decided we'd reinvent that, kind of like you did with the row rice. We're going to reinvent it. We said, well, you know, everybody's got a pretty good understanding about planting corn, but let's let's look at it advanced. How we going to make? How can we make more money? Make increase our yield? Maybe lower expenses? Make? How can we make more money with corn? And so we've kind of come up with an agenda and we've sent it out. It's, it's been, it's kind of like the row rice. I think your row rice was on Twitter too. So if somebody's following us on Twitter, the link is there. Same thing with the corn meeting. We got, we're going to talk about some uh, dicamba paraquat updates, uh, a little weed control there as far as what's coming up in the spring. And we kind of grouped this by, the production season. That's the way we looked at it. So we've got uh, Dr. Tyler Towles, our um, research entomologist here in the Northeast region. He's going to talk about early season insects. Uh, we've got Dr. Simmer Verk out of Georgia, which he's a friend of ours. He's uh, seen him and Dr. Wes Porter over there, talked to him at various meetings, and he's going to talk about accurate planting operations, getting your planter set up, to make to get that good stand, that picket fence look, you know, right. you corn. And he's going to talk about planting. Uh, we got Dr. Rozelle Parvez. He's our fertility specialist here in the uh, Northeast region, and he's going to talk about nitrogen management, splitting it, using reference strips. Now, you and I've been we've oh, been preaching that for years. We've been preaching reference strips for years. Uh, and we're and on that note, let me just throw this in here. At the Northeast Station, this year we're setting up some travel lanes, spray lanes, so we can kind of get permanent spray lanes because we have to spray everything by ground. And we're going to make some of those reference strips so people will be able to see them here too. Okay. Um, we've got Dr. Matt Foster. He's our new corn and cotton specialist. And he's going to talk about plant population, row spacing. You know, that's a big deal with We've gone, so many people have gone nothing to drop cotton, so we got corn and soybeans, and 30-inch rows do really well with that. And we've had some people convert. Uh, they're changing over. You know, it's, they have to swap over, and it's a lot of work, but they are, people are starting to make the change. Uh, you get to talk. You're going to talk about irrigation for profit. Oh, I, I am? That's you good to know. You didn't know that? I didn't tell you that? No. Oh, well, okay, now you know. You got 20 minutes. So we're going to be irrigation for profit. We want to make money. We don't want to just pump. We're not, I don't want you to be an irrigator, not just a waterer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can, I'm sure you just pull something out and away you'll go. Yeah. But you do yeah. need a slide or two, something besides that says your name. You need a couple slides, to, you know. Oh, well, that's all good to know, Will. Figure out something between now and then. Oh, yeah, it'd be fine. Well, we just, uh, we got Dr. Trey Price, our pathologist. He's going to talk about fungicides, yes or no. You know, what, uh, and here again, we're looking advanced. We're looking to make money. We're not necessarily, you know, a pretty, pretty corn crop. We're looking to make money. That's what we're looking for. 
And we've also got moving in that that kind of carries us up through the mid season. Now we're looking at uh, harvest. We got Matt Gwynn, who is with the USDA FSA in the state. Uh, he's going to talk about grain bins and some of their programs they have for financing grain bins. Oh, cool. Uh, as you and I've talked about, it's getting where if, you, if you're going to raise rice, you're going to raise corn, you kind of need a grain bin just for harvest efficiency and marketing. You know, the we got feed mills going up in over there for the chicken industry. You know, we can we can supply them with corn coming out of our grain bins. You know, uh, the last two things we have will be after harvest, post harvest. Here we've got Dr. Daniel Stevenson talk about post-harvest management of resistant weeds. Pigweed oh, yeah. is a huge problem. You know, a pigweed will come up after corn and he'll make seed before frost. Yeah, and so, mare's tail. And mare's tail. So we, he's going to talk about that. And we've also got James Hendricks going to talk about some cover crops for corn, behind corn. James has done some work the last couple of years. Uh, they've gone in and planted things. I think they did their trial last year. They had uh, they planted stuff that grew in the fall, and then they had winter cover crops in there with it. So when the frost killed the the annual, the summer crops, the winter crops came on. He had some really good information about that. I believe uh, it looked good. I put it like that. So yeah, okay. we've got a uh, we think we've like got a pretty good. Agenda. We got a a really good meeting. We think lined out to help help people. Make money, which is what we're, that's what we're trying to do. So anyway, that, that's coming up the 28th of January. So if anybody needs something, you call myself, call Kylie. And we all, I forgot, we are going to live stream it too. Okay. So y'all hopefully learn from my mistakes, huh? If everything that, everything that we, we learned from you, we're going to try and do, do with us. <laughs> so we will live stream it. Uh, we w this is an in-person meeting. Uh, you'll if you want to go in person, you need to call myself uh, 318-267-6709 or call Kylie uh, at the I don't have Kylie's number right on hand. Uh, but look on Twitter. We put we announced it on Twitter. The link is on there for the live stream and our phone numbers are on there and there's a newsletter. So it's. Um, just call and tell us you want to come in person. We can only have 25, I believe, is all we can have. So it's uh, we need you to call in and get on the list. But it will be live streamed. It will be recorded, and we can have it available for you. So you want Kylie's phone number? Uh, what is it? Uh, let's see. Mobile is 308 yeah, and that's a 318 area code. Yeah, 318. I'm sorry. 318 yeah. 308 All right. Yeah, we'll we'll surprise her when she gets a bunch of calls from people while she's on vacation. People want to come to the corn meeting. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a pretty that'd be a pretty good thing too, wouldn't it? She'd, yeah. Yeah. You know? Maybe turn well, I think so. She may be turned that phone off. And she might, but it she'll have a lot of, a lot of missed calls when uh, when she turns it back on. Then their next call is going to be to me and you, and we might get we I'm might gonna hold, I'm gonna lay it over on the table and walk <laughs> off while she's. <laughs> yeah, well, but as far as I know, that's all the meeting is really coming up right now. Other than yeah. pesticide recertification, yeah, we got, got those pesticide recertifications, but 
everybody should be notified about that. Yeah. If not, well, they call and find out. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we've been on here long enough, so let's get off. Uh, everybody, right. watch our Twitter page. Uh, check the Northeast Region Facebook page. Uh, Northeast Research Station Facebook page. Announcements. Become our friends so you can see these things. And uh, we'll be back. We're getting started again, getting wound up, and we hope to be going well coming on into spring. All right. Good deal. All right. I'm ready to go. I'm tired of this wet, cold weather. I'm ready to get outside. That's it. Let's get started. It's a nice day out there today. It's good. It's supposed to be in the mid-60s. It's wet. You can't do much, but at least That's you can get out, get out and look around. Figure out right. what you got to do. Yeah. All right, everybody, tune in next week. We'll we'll be back with another episode of Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Good deal. See you next week. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local extension office.